This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME-courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. Who has been up at triage when you've briefly like swiped over someone's forehead and the reading is like 98.9 and they instantly comment, well, for me, that's a fever. Has that ever happened? And that same person often says, well, my pain tolerance is exceptionally higher than the average human. And well, how's your pain for your um, hangnail? Uh, 12. So that person, you're like, oh, do I have to really deal with the fever for me person? So is it true? Is like 98.9 a fever for some people? Um, we'll get to that. In this, in this person's case, probably not. But in some people, it actually might be the case. So this is sort of the background uh, inspiration for what defines a fever. So first of all, you need to know it's really hard. If you think about it, it's kind of technologically advanced to be able to measure temperature. So the first thing they did, I have to show you this picture, and those of you listening won't get to see it, but um, it's this crazy glass bulb that was sort of put, is like the size of a Christmas bulb, and it has a long glass tube attached to it. And you'd put that bulb in your mouth, and then the end of the tube would be in this little like pot of water. And then you'd sit there for like 20 minutes, heating up the glass bulb in your mouth, and that would displace water in this kind of pot at the bottom. Then you'd let go and water would draw up the tube. And however far the water dripped the tube was how high your temperature was. This was called a thermoscope. So imagine like it's sort of a pain to swipe across someone's forehead. Imagine having them <laughs> put a glass ball in their mouth for 20 minutes up at the triage desk. Like how efficient would that be? Um, so this was 1600s technology. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's like 1600. Now let's fast forward to like 1850s or so. So there's this dude whose name is Karl Ronhold August Wunderlich. And this is a guy who had a clinic in Germany. And he thought that if you sort of measured people's temperature, you could tell what disease they have. So he'd measure all the people in his clinic's temperature and then plot it in a chart over time. And then it'd sort of predict um, what disease you'd have. So for example, if you had, <laughs> this is the, the rules for typhoid. Um, and I can't memorize them, so I have to read them. So if your temperature reaches 40 degrees on the first evening, it is not typhoid fever. Any illness in which the temperature does not reach 39.5 degrees on the evening of the fourth day is not typhoid. So you'd have to like plot these long graphs and figure out what someone had for their, um, what their disease was. So that was his contribution. As a very side note, he said, well, I measured all these people's temperature. And by the way, his thermometer was about a foot long and it took 20 minutes to read to get the reading. So like imagine doing this for 25,000 patients and he did it multiple times. So he had over like a million and a half temperature readings and his average temperature for healthy people, he just said as a footnote, uh, it's about uh, 37 degrees. So that's where we came up with the 98.6 is normal. So that's where uh, that number came from. I'm moving forward to late 1800s, this guy named Let's see, Edward Segun translated German to English 
and he published this book, Family Thermometry, which sounds really exciting. A, man, a manual thermometry for mothers, nurses, hospitalers, hospitalers is us, etc., and all who have charge of the sick and of the young. And so he had this awesome um, thermometer. Actually, he, I think there was some involvement with companies that made mercury thermometers. They wanted to promote this, so they put like ads in Ladies Home Journal, like you better read this book if you want to be a good um, housewife or nurse or hospitaler. And so they had this um, table, and I copied part of it up there. So zero is the uh, 98.6, and depending on whether you were above zero or below zero, you either had a slight fever, moderate fever, considerable fever, or high fever. If you were five degrees above, you were often fatal. Six degrees above, general death. And seven degrees above, no authenticated recovery. And I also like if you're really, if you're hypothermic, no known recovery, except in cholera, because cholera was a big thing uh, in those days. And let's see, my last point is, well, this was all basically designed by the manufacturers of thermometers just to sell um, more thermometers to the general public. Now, so back to the question, is 98.6 really anything? As it turns out, there's a lot of different factors. So if you are taller and thinner, you tend to have a lower temperature. Morning, you have a lower temperature. If you are older, you generally run a little bit cooler than if you're younger. So there's a lot of different factors. The other crazy thing is, over the decades, the average temperature has actually been decreasing. So it goes down by about 0.5 degrees every so often. And now the real average temperature is probably closer to 97.5. So the person who says, oh, that's a fever for me, they're probably right. But we still use 38 or 100.4 as fever for study purposes. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.